podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, in association with MTK Global. Your I'm big here. moment. My big this moment. This is a million One views million coming. Views, One million views. Let's do, it. Let's do it. Me and Eddie Hearn. Eddie, yeah. before we talk about the Dallas card, mm-hmm. um, everyone's been at me on Twitter mm-hmm. for this interview. Obviously, the big news that broke mm-hmm. last night was Boxing Scene released an article about Dillian White failing mm-hmm. a drugs test. Well, his A sample came back mm-hmm. negative. I just want to get your initial thoughts, your initial reaction to that article which was released last well, night. Well, firstly... I mean, there's some things I can say and some things I can't say. There is a legal case going on at the moment. Um, but I didn't want to not do this interview because, one, you know that's not my style. And two, you come all this way and this is your big opportunity big to get moment. a million views. Yep. So when I first saw the article, I was, I was shocked at times in places. Some of it was true. Mm-hmm. Some of it was untrue. Um, what's worried me a lot is that it's, a scene, it's an article written on boxing scene which hasn't really given... The opportunity for key people here to tell the truth of certain situations. One of those is Dillian White, who will release a statement tomorrow, where a lot of this will be taken care of, and, and that speculation. And I don't want to in, infringe too much on that. So I'll tell you the stuff that I can tell you. Some of it, some bits that are very, very important, mm-hmm. especially to me. Um, and the first thing is, is as I said on Twitter last night, both fighters tested during camp during the fight on the fight night by VADA and by UK okay VADA is a testing agency independent agency which Dillian White personally paid for right $40,000 or whatever it does as he has done for all his fights to take part from 12 weeks before the fight all the way up to the fight testing him multiple times um, all of which all reports have come back negative on etc etc so both bodies um, approved if you like that he can fight on the night yeah. right? and the British Boxing Board of Control obviously because he wouldn't have been able to fight otherwise right? Dillian White was, had a hearing before this fight and this is the information that I'm allowed to say and I've wanted to say this but you'll get a lot more information on this tomorrow Regard, he was asked to uh, be present at a hearing or have a hearing by an independent panel association through the UCAD rules um, to provide information um, to them regarding uh, an issue they had okay Dillian White was cleared by that panel to take part in this fight against Oscar Rivas therefore in association with the rules of the British Boxing Board of Control was approved and cleared to take part in this fight that is really important for me because people think that this news came and it was brushed under the carpet and no one knew about it and we just sort of no a process was adhered to a hearing was had to hear this case and it was it was he was confirmed cleared to take part in this fight that is not a hearing where Eddie Hearn is on the panel wasn't even there Um, wasn't even didn't even have a representative this is not a hearing where Eddie Hearn works for British Boxing Board of Control Dillian White provided information during that hearing and was cleared to take part in the bout. So please understand that before this bout, this situation was dealt with, okay? Um, The stuff that's come out since, again, you'll see from Dillian White's statement uh, tomorrow. Um, There's lots I want to say because 
I know not all of the information and don't forget that the relationship between UCAD, the board and Dillian White is a confidential one under their rules. Yeah. But it's frustrating because I want you to know as much information as possible so for this. <laughs> but that's the information that I can give you, which is very important, particularly the case that this was heard prior to the bout. Not, all right, we'll worry about it later. Yeah, yeah. Not, don't tell anyone, we'll just get on with the fight. No, this was heard prior to the bout and he was clear to fight. I think what people want to know as well is, in that article, again, you just mentioned, mm -hmm. you can't, there's certain things you can and can't yeah. say, but there was something on the 17th of this test, this mm. failed test came on the 17th of July, three days before the fight. Mm -hmm. So did somebody at the board know about this test and still allow this failed test no, and still allow Dillian to go into this course, fight? The, the, that, that's what I'm so, what I can tell no, what I can tell you is that the board and UCAD knew and this was requested information mm -hmm. to, to have a hearing on the incident, on the matter, with proof provided by various things, with VADA as well, the VADA testing that took place. Of course, the you know not putting the ball in, but you know the board work alongside UCAD. Yeah. This is not a case of no one knows about it. There was a process that was followed. It's not dodgy. It's not shoddy. It was followed. The rules were followed throughout this whole process, and a hearing took place where that information, the VADA testing, everything was accepted, considered, and the ruling was Dillian White is clear to take part in the contest. That that's it, really. Now. The information that will come out tomorrow and other bits and pieces will give you further information of that. And Dillian White, you know, I don't want to speak on Dillian White's behalf, even though I'm his promoter, but he's got a lot to say on this matter. And there's a lot of legal cases flying around now with journalists and stuff like that who actually are reporting untruths. So there is, there has been an issue. So you're saying that, I get my facts right no, now. You, no, at the end of the day, I, don't, I shouldn't even be telling you this. Yeah. But it's important to tell you this because I've had to go on my Twitter today and people just, you know, I'm not the governing body. I'm not the border control. I don't I'm not a physician. I'm not a doping agency. Rules are followed. We put as much in place as possible to prevent fighters cheating. Right? We have Varda says it costs us a fortune. We spend, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on Varda testing. Right? We want to encourage it and we encourage it in every fight. So we follow the paths of Varda we follow, if we have to, and we're in that jurisdiction, the paths of UCAD, and this is what we did. And when he was asked to be present at this hearing, to be heard, it was heard, yeah. and he was cleared to fight. So, you know, I don't know what else to tell you other than that, subsequent information to follow, but that part is very, very important to me, because, you know, some of the accusations are, again, the injunction, you know, yeah. Matrim, Matrim are seeking an injunction to stop the news. Absolute, one million percent bullshit. Bullshit. There's nothing to stop you from it. The process was followed. As far as I'm concerned, we did exactly what we were required to do in the situation. I wasn't at the hearing. I don't handle that for Dillian White. He followed the rules. He provided the information. He was clear to fight. Um, why wasn't Oscar Rivas' because, team Because it's not, you, you're not informed about you know, yes. If there's an incident and a guy fails a drugs test and he's banned from the fight, of course, you're going to be told about that. When a guy's cleared to fight, you're not going to go to a fighter on the Thursday of fight. Just to let you know, there was an issue with a test. He was cleared to fight, but just wanted to let you know. Right. Well, psychologically, that's, you know, if the board, if UCAD felt that, I don't know, uh, he shouldn't be in the ring. Or if, sorry, if this panel 
felt that he shouldn't be in the ring and he shouldn't be allowed to fight, he wouldn't have been allowed to fight. That was a process that went through. So if you have a problem with that, if someone else has a problem with that, you've got to speak to them and this process has got to be followed. But that's what we do. I can't, contractually by the way, I can't pull a fight when both guys are cleared by a testing agency, both guys are cleared by the commission. How, how can I physically do that? You know, so, okay, he's cleared by uh, UK, he's cleared by VADA, he's licensed by British Boxing Border Control. Oh no, guys, you can't have the fight anymore. Why? Oh, because we had an inquiry on that, and no, it's been dealt with. So I understand some of the arguments from people, but we have to follow the rules of the governing bodies and the people who are making the decisions, and all of those rules are followed. The B sample. Mm -hmm. Again, you've been again. I don't have the information on the. Yeah. So people say there's a B sample being tested next week. I'm not aware of that. Again, I think that will be addressed in Dillian White's sample. All I'm aware of is the fact that there was a hearing to determine whether Dillian White should be allowed to fight, or through the information provided, and that hearing took place, and he was cleared to fight. Well, my question was, was going to be like, if the B sample comes back mm -hmm. that he has got this in the system, there has been an article when you were up on stage from the boxing scene, mm -hmm. referenced what was in the system, but I'll talk about that later, because obviously you wouldn't have seen that article. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I did see the article. Did you? I did see that article, yeah. and I don't, you know, I've seen this, there was two there was substances, three substances. Again, I don't believe that's mm -hmm. true, but again, that's, I'm not aware of, what I know is, is that there was a, a hearing. Because the other question is trace amounts, not big amounts, nothing that you can swallow well, by tablet or anything like that. Well again, is it contamination? Yeah. Is it all this stuff, if I was you, not you, but if I was yeah. you, I would just hear the facts and the truth mm -hmm. before passing judgement. Do you know what I mean? You know that, yes, Dillian White is a matron fighter, and I will back our fighters. You also know my view, which I've been very outspoken on, on fighters failing drug tests. Yeah. This is not three samples, three injections, three dosages. This is this is something the, like the lengths between when you talk about a Jarrell Miller incident and this incident aren't even, you know, different, different levels. Like, oh, different worlds, mm. but they've got to be addressed. They were addressed. Now, if there's further addressment, again, I don't know. That's a, a, a situation with the border control, and you, all I'm saying is the process was followed, right? And he was cleared to box. It wasn't deal with it later. It wasn't don't have a hearing. It was that hearing took place and that decision was made so again a lot of the stuff I've seen one I don't even know I mean I don't I can't answer the questions on a lot of the accusations that I've seen some I know are factually incorrect but again I would rather you know Dillian White be allowed to deal with this situation and be assessed fairly rather than an article on the boxing scene gives you the opportunity to make your decision that Dillian White's finished in the sport box, you know? If it's Beeson, again, where does your relationship, what would your relationship be with Dillian White if it did come back again, that it's B-Sample had a trace substance in it and that? Look, I have, you were no, no, knowing what like I know, uh -huh. I don't believe there's an issue with Dillian White in, the, in, this, in this situation. Again, time will tell, and that's time should be able to give us the judgment on your opinion of what you think about these facts. But please hear the facts and understand that this is not a case of, you know, a process hasn't been followed or someone's brushed it under the carpet. People have heard this and I'm sure there'll be other discussions on it, but give Dillian White his time to address the situation, make his statement, wait for the facts and then make your judgement. Is this a case of just having one side of the story? Rather oh, than totally. two sides well, of course the there's one yeah. side of the story. 
He ain't said nothing, has he? No. So it's completely one. And I'm saying to him, get the statement. I mean, he's just like he's absolutely broken, right? He's read this and he's like, I've dealt with. You know, I was asked to do so. I went there. I was cleared to fight. What? You know, I'm saying, well, you know, so he's he's broken, but he's getting zero support. Mm. And I, you know, that's just the way the public is. I don't blame the public. If I read that, I'd probably be thinking the same thing. That's why it's so important to probably speak to you. I'll get told off later. But about particularly the hearing and what took place in the build-up, you know, we have an obligation to follow processes to make sure that not. I don't judge on these things. I don't know what these things even involve. I haven't got a clue. Professional people judge on these things. Scientists with information, Varda, UK, they've done their jobs. You think they've done their job right or not? Up to you. But I'm telling you, that process was followed. So from my point of view, I've done, I've followed my obligations to follow that process of UCAD, of the British Boxing Border Control, of VADA in the build up to this fight. I think what people, what are rubbing people up the wrong way, maybe not rubbing up the wrong way, is the fact that it was known by UCAD and the British Boxing Border Control, I think I mentioned this as well, but it's the fact that they knew about it, they still allowed Dylan to fight with that substance in his system, but, which is quite... But you don't know about the hearing, you don't know about the, you, you know nothing. Mm -hmm. I, I can't tell you what took place in that hearing, I don't know. But you do know that they've got all the information presented to them and made a decision. They're not. They don't let fighters fight. You know, if this was a, if this was a situation where a fighter failed a test and it was like, okay, let him fight, and we'll hear, have a hearing about it in a month. No, this hearing was had and addressed prior to the fight. This is so important, and you're making decisions based on articles that you've read. These people who have, are in this panel. They're a little bit more experts than you and me, yeah. right? So, whether you agree with that or not, one, you don't know anything. You don't know. You know zero facts. It's all about you. But <laughs> no, I don't so, you're right. no, but they they know the facts. Yeah. That panel knew the facts, and they passed Dillian White. Again, I'm not a, a physicist. I'm not a doping panel. I'm not a governing body. When a fighter is cleared by a governing body organisation, the sports governing body, the fight's on. You know. So I, I understand the point of that, but a fighter would only get told in that situation when there, there is an issue, i.e. the fight's not taking place. A fighter has been ruled out of the contest by the, by the governing body that he's not been licensed to fight because of this. Now you wouldn't say to a fighter, and I appreciate it's a different situation, oh, there's a query on a fighter's brain scan. Yeah, yeah. Right, just to let you go up to the opponent, just to let you know, once that's dealt with, once it's proved that there's there's no issue there, there's nothing to report back. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I get I get the argument, but when a fight is cleared, the fight's on, and without the the ins and outs of the situation, which to be honest with you, I mean I don't know 100% of the situation. A lot of it I'm catching up on now. But at the time when this process is going through to, it's been a hearing, he's been cleared, the fight takes place. I mean, you know. Can I give you a hypothetical then? Obviously, we've spoken about Gerald Miller at different levels, yeah. but if he was cleared to fight by whoever, the yeah. commission and sanction bodies and whatnot, could you have we, let that fight go on? Yeah, we, I know we, it's different levels of what I, was. Contractually, everything depends on a contract. Yeah. If a fighter is cleared by those people that were testing, VADA, uh, whether it be UCAD or in that situation, the commission, you know, I don't, I don't have the ability to just say no, you can't fight. And fight is why? Oh, because there was a query on your drug test. Yeah, but I've been cleared by the agency and the commission. 
I, I don't have that power. Despite people thinking that I control absolutely everything in the sport of boxing, if a fight is cleared by that agency, if a fight is cleared by the governing body, the fight's on. Jarrell Miller again, extreme scenario where that would never have happened. But in an incident like this, yes, you know, that's, I, don't, I, I, I can't, I almost can't stop the fight contractually, you know, so. Well, how, how, like you said, you have been outspoken with the Jarrell Miller thing, mm. some slight comments about Pacquiao at the weekend there, referencing. No, no, but I'm not accusing Pacquiao of anything. Yeah. All I'm saying is what I. He's the same age as you. Yeah, but <laughs> it's true. But what I just advocate, I'm, I'm an advocate of is making sure fighters are VADA tested, okay? I just want Pacquiao to be VADA tested. I don't, I would never no, accuse Joshua's him of cheating. What? Joshua VADA tested? Absolutely every single fight for 14 weeks, solidly. Mm. And not just by VADA, by UKAD when he competes in Britain, right? So all this I see, oh Joshua, Joshua. Because he does get quite a lot of 14, accusations against every him. single fight VADA testing. Do your research, speak to VADA, speak to Margaret Goodman. Absolutely, and Dillian White, made sure this fight there was VADA testing and all of his VADA testing clean and a lot of that information was you know was needed for, the, for this again that's something that's going to rear its head shortly. Joshua absolutely one million percent this VADA testing that we pay for the fighter pays for in some aspects is comprehensive and for me not you know I, I think UK have a tough job but do a good job VADA are outstanding and Again, they've got their reports on Dillian White's tests constantly in this camp, and that is a very important uh, evidence in what was heard and possibly what will come to light for Dillian White's case. You have been an advocate. You've been outspoken. Well, but how, how, be do you, how do you govern this? Then how do you govern it? You don't govern it. There is. How does the boxing? There, there is governance. Yeah. Okay, so I can't. You know, the British Boxing Board of Control are effectively governed in this situation by UKAD. Yep. UKAD will uh, impose that difference between UKAD and VADA. UKAD imposed bans. UK, UKAD imposed sanctions. If they wanted to suspend Dillian White for that fight and make him not fight, they could have done that. He was cleared to box. VADA report the information. They do not make sanctions. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. It's up to the commissions. So in that respect, it's almost better because I would rather VADA make sanctions. Mm. I would rather the agencies make their sanctions rather than give it to someone else. In the case of UKAD, they do make the sanctions. And Dillian White was cleared to fight. He was not suspended for that contest. They could, that, that's a very straightforward uh, thing they could, that they could have done. An independent commission ruled, no, he he's clear to fight so but with Varda it's down to the commissions that's the issue with Jarrell Miller when we talk about him and I don't I'll stop talking bad about Jarrell Miller now because I think he's had his you know it's time to move on but when people complain about the banning system Varda can't ban it I'd almost rather Varda say these are our rules and this is our banning system do you still believe that if you get caught you're banned for life if it's a I, I believe as I've said before if you are genuinely cheating in this sport you should be banned for life, 100 Because there's a fine line between taking a substance, like a pre-workout or whatever, and actually physically injecting yourself Well, with these, these are things that you have to take into consideration. I mean, you're talking about those things, which you're referring to Jarrell Miller. Yeah. The Dillian White thing, which I'm sure Come you'll get more yeah, yeah, information. I'll probably get an interview to tomorrow with you then. Total, total, I mean, you couldn't even, yeah. you know. But I will say again, 
if a fighter is genuinely attempting to, to gain a physical advantage by using performance in arts and jokes, he should be removed from the sport of boxing immediately. Should we talk about something else? Whatever you Should want. Should we talk about the stars yeah. card? I'm going to get really in trouble now. I'm supposed to give you like one question. But it's, it's, oh, it's well, important to me. No, but it's important to me because I'm, you know, I, I care about these things. Because you have things. spoken, you have said. No, but I care about these things. Yeah. I wouldn't spend the money if I didn't think it was important. You know, mm. it's so important for these fighters to be tested. But what I'm saying is, let the information come out, make your decision, let Dylan make his statement, but understand that a process was followed before this bout. People were aware. People had hearings, and he was cleared to box. Should we talk about the dance card then? It's about what? Should we talk about the dance card? Yes, talk, absolutely. Yeah, that's what you're yeah. That's here. what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. then. Uh, let's talk about the main event straight mm. into it. Maurice Shuker and great fight. Was he I mean, for me, it's the fight of the year. Yep. You know, I think that um, again, interesting to work with top rank, bringing a fighter from ESPN to DAZN. We paid a lot of money. That's why. Bob Arum is hilarious up there. I mean, I don't know where he was Talk, going with the first, where, the first 10 minutes. Was it cashew nuts and oh, no, pistachios yeah, and floods and bands? He's a, he's a legend. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a great fight. I really believe Maurice Hooker's going to win this fight. See, it's a pure 50-50 fight. You've got two great unification fights, mm -hmm. both on the zone, actually. Um, probably both on Sky Sports as well, which is this one. And then you've got Josh Taylor against Progress. Another brilliant fight. Hopefully, the two fight, the winners fight each other. That's and you can get an undisputed champion. Fight, yeah, yeah. This is a big chance for Hooker back in Dallas in his hometown he's been a, like, a bit of a road warrior yeah. boxed Terry Flanagan in Manchester uh, boxed Saucedo in Oklahoma you know he's, he's really been through it and this is his chance breakout fight big breakout fight it's, it's going to be exciting well we talked about uh, Ramirez obviously Farmer probably the, you mentioned at the press conference yeah, the most his, active yeah, he is and I love Tevin Farmer yeah. I love his work ethic I love his mindset I love the fight that he's never given up I like the fact that he's gone from sort of journeyman, yeah. slung in early his career, suffered losses, and come back. And for me, he's one of the, the key guys at 130 now. He might even be the dark horse of the division. You know, I expect a great fight with Fremont. I saw Fremont in a good fight with John O'Carroll, get the draw. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to see a great fight. I expect, I expect a, a real statement from, from Tevin. Of course, some other guys in the card, Nikita Ababi, I mean, yeah. knockout artist. Great fight, Ammo Williams. Williams. you got Joey Dueco as well. He's fighting uh, Rodney Hernandez. Uh, Dueco was supposed to fight Gassiev. I kept him on the card because I, I like him. What was his, what, why is Gassiev after the card? Uh, shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. We've got a really good fight between Tremaine Williams, who I think it's 19-0, yeah. against Vicente. It's a very important fight, 122 pounds. Yeah, it's a packed card. And uh, Liverpool next Friday. A couple of big signings coming up. Big signings coming Any exclusives? Up. I mean, I've already got uh, one. Right? One's a heavyweight. Right, okay. Yeah, one's a heavyweight. And uh, that might come as soon as tomorrow. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Liverpool next Friday. And then a couple of weeks off. And then we've got Mexico, August 24th. Uh, as a Scotsman, can I mention September 7th? You can, you can. So, seeing as I'm in the mode of just telling you everything, I mean, I shouldn't be telling you anything. <laughs> you know, um, I, appreciate, I appreciate that, you know what uh, you know Is I was trying to make the Ricky Burns fight against Jorge Linares for September 7th. I will find out this weekend whether that's going to happen. I believe Linares wants a warm-up fight before that fight, and he was asked, asking if he could push that fight back to October. I don't want to do that because Ricky needs to get out. So I have another opponent in mind, which I may be telling you about tomorrow, which is another really good fight. Uh, but September 7 is still the target for the Hydro. But if we're going to go, we need to announce on Monday. So Burns against Linares or Burns against this other fellow could well be announced on Monday. So looking forward to going back to Scotland. You know, I've been there for a long time. And uh, 
There's something about Ricky Burns fight night in Glasgow. Josh Taylor's done a great job up there, but because it's Glasgow and because he's from Edinburgh, East Coast, West Coast thing, yeah. he's still bringing a great crowd. But it's not quite the same. Yeah. And uh, well, you were there on his last fight when he won. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was good atmosphere and a great performance. But it's tough. It's like being from Liverpool and fighting in Manchester. You know. So you well, don't know, quite. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it'll be a big fight, and I've got some big fights planned. And yeah, fingers crossed. Not confirmed, but September seventh. Hopefully at Hydra. I've got to mention. You said Usyk's. There's news about Usyk's opponent. Is that Takam fight away? Is it going to be something Takam different? Takam fight is still the fight we want to make. Yeah. And I still think that's got a great opportunity. Uh, looking at early October, fifth, twelve or nineteenth. Um, and we we need. We're in the process now. We're in that kind of end of July where you basically wrap up, wrap up. September, October, and early November. So that's the aim now of all of the team to make sure we get them all all uh, put in. I think that's that's us. I think I've got to appreciate Cheers, everything mate. you could have said no. in reference to the dealing with situation. Well, I should have said no comment, no comment but I have yeah. to give you the bits that I can say and the important bits. I need that bits, million views, don't And you? you do. You'll so, be close. I'll be but the main thing is just well, let it unfold and make so your decision. So Delian's definitely going to release a statement tomorrow? Yes, yes. I Is suppose reason it reason why he's, do it today? I think he might be doing it today, right. but whether it doesn't come. I mean, to be honest, he's been a bit, I mean, like... You Is know, he upset? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, yeah. because he's, he, as far as he's concerned, he's completely innocent, and it will be proven so, but there was a process that was adhered to. You know, I don't... I'm, I'm just glad that that's out there now, because I want, you know, I think from there, it's like, okay, fair enough, well, he had a hearing, and he was cleared to fight. So... Is it going to be the truth comes out in time sort of thing, yeah? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. But again, people don't really... These days, you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't actually believe that innocent until proven guilty is always the case. But if you're heard before a court or a system and cleared, at least let that be acknowledged. Definitely. Well, Eddie, you've put tons of media right, wait for you Cheers, still. Mate. So, okay, again, thanks to News 5 Cheers, TV. Thank, Thank you much, mate. Eddie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.